rescue op, save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. What could go wrong? Kingdom where we return to Jurassic World one minute at a time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And in this episode we'll be discussing Minute 8 of the Fallen Kingdom, but before we get to that, heading back over to Jurassic-pedia.com, we have an article up here on Kaylee Watts, uh, one of the new actresses joining the Dominion crew. At this point, Dominion's out. We know uh, Erifin, we should know most <laughs> of her uh, abilities of flying stuff uh, for bias and around. Um, to various bison facilities and that sort of stuff, and uh, and the uh, the attack, the Quetzal attack of some of our characters in the plane with her. But again, this article will be updated once uh, the films come out, or now the films out, it, uh, it'll be updated, and um, we'll get to know more about the character. Mm-hmm. I think that she's going to end up being a fan favorite. And I think it's her enthusiasm on set that has really set her apart from some of the other characters or actors, I should say, that have come and gone from this franchise. And she just seems to really nerd out. And I think that a lot of fans appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always um, always goes down well when the uh, the actors sort of mm-hmm. feel like fans themselves as well. So. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the uh, the franchise is in good hands, or the characters are in good hands. But for uh, for Kayla and a lot of the other uh, cast and crew or characters in Dominion, head over to Jurassic-Pedia.com and uh, check them all out. As uh, articles are updated all the time. Three years after the fall of Jurassic World, the debate over Isla Nublar rages on. The island's long dormant volcano, reclassified as active, has shown considerable unrest in recent months. Geologists now predict an extinction-level event will kill off the last living dinosaurs on the planet. Since the disaster that shocked the world in 2015, the Masrani Corporation has paid out more than 800 million in damages to settle class action lawsuits brought by survivors. Activist groups have mobilized around the globe in what has become the flashpoint animal rights issue of our time. Dave, we're only going to minute eight. Uh, yeah. Alright, minute eight of Fallen Kingdom opens with CG lava flying across the screen and ends with video footage of a jungle canopy. Alright, let's talk about the Fallen Kingdom logo here. Uh, <laughs> we got the uh, the whole CG lava thing. During marketing, uh, we got in production, we got the cracked, crumbled logo. Uh, very similar to the Lost World logo, but sort of absent of colour for the most part. Uh, mm-hmm. Little did we know at that stage that they were going to animate this logo with the lava um, cascading around the the, the the outside of it and um, the sort of red heat and wavy heat lines coming out through the, the, the Jurassic font and all that sort of thing. I think it sort of... Well, personally, I think it sort of goes to show or gives you a pretty good idea up front exactly what this film's going to be. Uh, with some of the Looney Tunes stuff in that. Um, I know a lot of people had an issue with the sort of the B, the B movie JP3 logo, and I think this is nearly on par with that. <laughs> Honestly, I think that the... Um, I do like the logo reveal, I, but I feel like the logo should have stayed with that faint reddish glow to it. I think that it was a mistake for Jurassic World to 
go from the blue logo to the silvery logo. And the it was a mistake to kind of remove the color from Fallen Kingdom logos, particularly that kind of glowing red that they had behind the cracks in the stone. Mm. It's just it's too much gray in the color palette. You need, <laughs> you need a little more color than that, you know? Especially since in the film, the volcano is still erupting pretty much throughout the, the course of the film. It hasn't, the lava hasn't a chance to cool off yet. So, yeah, just having having that those reds um, glowing in the font and having the sort of the oranges around the the T-Rex head and the the circumference of the circle would have um, would have made the logo look a lot better. Mm-hmm. We also have the uh, the current trend of logo text, logo text for the intros of our films. <laughs> Um, of course, back to Jurassic Park, it's just the text. Lost World, it's sort of just the text. Jurassic Park 3 having the logo on the slash. Jurassic World going back to text. Now we're back to a logo again. Interesting to see if Dominion has its logo. It's one of the better logos in the franchise, so if they don't have that on screen, um, I'll be surprised. But Or if, whether they'll just go back to some sort of inciting incident and just have the... Uh, the, the text on screen like we have with most of the films already. The um, amber look is really cool. I kind of hope they don't have the just the logo. I kind of hope that stays a uh, Fallen Kingdom unique thing. I, I wouldn't mind seeing the logo on screen. Hmm. Um, but then we open with uh, some rare aerial... Aerial view of Isla Nublar, not something we've really, really seen in the franchise apart from sort of the helicopter shots arriving to the island and that. So, and then we can see what we're going to learn is Mount Cebu smoking. <laughs> um, interesting too, you can see the North Dock down the bottom of the screen too, and that's going to take or play a part later on in the film as well with just how close that volcano is to the dock in the north there. It's weird because it's almost like a more of a. Um... Like a northeast dock. <laughs> it's, not, it's not true north and it's not true east. But also, the we know the volcano is over in the northwest, so it's sort of weird, weird geology, and even just the uh, the way they depict the mountain range around the volcano here doesn't really match what we get in the film either. No. Especially during this opening opening uh, newscast, we get a shot of the lava bub- bubbling up from a vent, and it's that white walled. Um, mountain range near the aviary that we see in Jurassic World. So, again, they've used, they've used plates of Hawaii here and just had lava bubbling up in places that shouldn't really have lava bubbling up in, but um, we'll get to that when we get to the eruption because, again, it looks like it's on the side of Jorosia uh, Valley as well, just location-wise, so um, we know they filmed on the ranch, so, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> we'll get to it when we get to it. Um, we get a voiceover suddenly, uh, three years after fall, Jurassic World debate over Isla Nublar rages on. The island, long dormant volcano, class- reclassified as active, has shown considerable unrest in recent months. So it's a bit of a bit of a data dump here of uh, getting us up to speed, what's sort of been going on since Jurassic World. As I said before, we get a shot of those white cliffs with some um, volcanic activity near them too. And that's when we cut to the newsroom, uh, BBC news story, uh, Interesting they went with BBC and not CNN or Fox News or one of the big American uh, news broadcasters for this. I, I wonder if it's just trying to uh, make it look like a global a global news story or if 
maybe they had a partnership with BBC in the UK to because uh, this is um, also a real BBC news anchor or newswoman mm-hmm. as well journalist so yeah I don't know what the story is here um, I but... think that going with Fox or CNN would have it been like a bit partisanship. Honestly, I'm not surprised they didn't. I'm surprised they didn't go with NBC just because, and NBC owns Universal, and that would have been kind of a no-brainer. <laughs> mm. Well, especially, and we'll get to it in later minutes with the Congress hearings and all that sort of stuff. It seems like an American-only problem, or only America. We're only focusing on America and how they want to deal with it. Costa Rica, the island, international. Well, 110 mile, 120 miles off the coast. Technically, that should be international waters, not Costa Rican waters. So, mm-hmm. it should be an international, or will be an international incident. But it should be a sort of eyes of the world on it, and not just America. So yeah, I don't know. Like having having an American news would again make it seem like it's too small for what they want to go with Jurassic World of Dominion that, but. We're going to be able to bring that back up. We'll talk about that again when we get to uh, the Senate's uh, outcome or why they don't want to go and um, save animals. But uh, the news um, presenter continues as she walks up onto the set. Uh, geologists expect, uh, now predict an extinction-level event will kill off the last dinosaurs on the planet. So again, just laying down the groundwork that this volcano isn't only going to get us away from the islands, it's going to get us away from the dinosaurs as well unless they can be saved as I said before Philippa Thomas real uh, actual news presenter for the BBC um, and then we get a bit more of a exposition dump uh, recapping the Jurassic World um, the video images which I think were on the Jurassic World website uh, post incident I know they had a few images on their camera feeds of the main street attack with the Tronodons and that attacking and some other stuff as well um, on that website but a bit of um, a bit of footage here of uh, all that happening. Meanwhile, she reveals that Maserati Global paid out uh, over 800 million in damages after the incident, which that's probably a good reason why why we don't see him at all in this film, whether Maserati survived the uh, the incident or not. When you compare that to the 80, 80, 90 million Ingen faced when um, Gennaro and Mulder and all that died in Jurassic Park. Um, a lot more lawsuits involved with Jurassic World. <laughs> then she moves on to uh, activist groups have mobilised around the world, which will be the uh, the animal rights issue of our time. Again, trying to make it more of a world issue with, uh, with that. Um, which is with an uh, eruption at any time or any moment, the US Senate has convened a special committee to answer a grave moral question. And we'll get the... Follow up to that next uh, next minute, but we should also mention the ticker tape reports that are going across the bottom of the screen here too. Uh, one interesting one next minute, but here uh, apparently the G8 summit uh, is going to there's going to, be, yeah, there's going to be a G8 summit to address cloning issues. We know there was the whole uh, I can't recall what it was called now issues in the late 90s with um, the Gene Guard Act. The Gene Guard Act, that's the one. So, yeah, so obviously a a sort of hint back to that. A report from NASA that Earth warming at a pace unprecedented in a thousand years. Of course, they're going to get a globe warming story in there with, <laughs> with a volcano about to erupt. And one I do love, which at the time, 2015, uh, Obama was still president, wasn't he? Um, 
Yes, in, in 2015 it would have been yes. Yeah, uh, well, I suppose, no, this is 20... She says three years later, so this would be 2018. Um, yeah. Was he still then, or Trump already come in? Uh, Trump had been president since January 2016. Oh, right, yeah, so that explains this article, that the U.S. president questions the existence of dinosaurs in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was, that was a sort of a dig. Uh, you'd, uh, I suppose, but being Trump, maybe not, but you'd think that um, the opening of Jurassic World or something may... I know, I think we mentioned back then, you'd probably get your, your rock stars, your, your B-grade celebrities, whatever else, going to uh, market and advertise the park when it first opened, but surely there would have been a uh, presidential visit at some stage as well, um, but obviously not. The, um... When the park opened in twenty in 2005, it would have been uh, oh. George Bush who would have been president. Hmm. Being a religious man from the South would... The Bush family visit Jurassic World. Um, I think he would ha- he would have simply because it's a major attraction, but because it doesn't really um have anything to do with an American opening. It's more like a kind of a private company opening a resort in on an offshore island in Costa Rica. It kind of becomes like I'm not really sure. I don't know. It's weird. Mm. I th- I imagine as a person he would have gone, but I can't imagine him going for presidential reasons. No, know? no, no. Definitely be a private private visitor, not a not an official trip. Um, yeah. Of course, it'd still still be Marine One or whatever taking him from uh, mm-hmm. Costa Rica across to there. Yeah, and all all the secret security and all that sort of stuff as well. And I, I, I'm I'm sure like. I, I'm sure he's got nieces, nephews, grandkids, that sort of stuff. Um, mm. Obviously, the the son, the the sons and daughters would be too old, but I'm sure he'd have kids that um, it'd be a real, real easy way to get them there with VIP passes and that sort of stuff as well. And they get to fly their own helicopter there instead of taking the ferry for six hours. But yeah, as I said, there's one more um, half report on the tick tape there about Henry Wu, but we'll get to that next minute. Um, as for the novel, there's, um, there's some minor differences in the news report, but nothing really sticks out and needs to be repeated. Um, all the info is the same. It's just sort of chopped up and moved around a little bit differently. But, um, Dave, that's minute eight of Fallen Kingdom. Anything else to discuss before we get heavy for the day? No, I think we're good. All right, lovely. 